This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Cheryl Hines. Tignotaro. No taro. Right. No taro. <sighs> Tignotaro. Gosh, wait till the wait till the snorkels <laughs> hear how you pronounce avocado. I think a lot of people pronounce it the way I do, and you're gonna hear it. Well, during this you morning. know what I say to those people? Scram clown. I'm going to post town. <laughs> is that the is that the new catchphrase? Yes. Scram clown, I'm going to Puss Town. That'll all make sense to you never. after you listen. To never. <laughs> never. We we cover a lot of stuff and at the same time nothing at all. Yeah. Nothing's changed, Snurkbulls. Nothing yes. has changed. This episode is about Hollywood, and I'm telling you, Tig goes crazy with her braggadocious alerts. Oh man, I not calling me, but she's the one dropping name after name. I would say mainly one name. I really honed in on get down with. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a but lot. it's all true. But it's no, a okay. braggadocious alert. <laughs> Listen, let's get right into it, uh, ladies and jerks. Welcome to The Real Bling Ring Hollywood Heist. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. How are you doing? Doing all right. I'm in um, Toronto filming oh. Star Trek. Braggadocious alert! <laughs> That's you right. To, forgive me because you're going to be like, oh, you would know this if you watched one episode. But do you have any sort of like uh, facial... Spock ears or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, you have Spock ears or anything like that? No. For the millionth oh, time shoot. for people asking me, mm. no. No, oh. I'm just a uh, human person. Ju- just a, you know, 
engineer, Commander Jet Reno. Aren't you glad that you don't have to go in at like three in the morning to get your face done? I am so glad. Oh, my gosh. It's hard. I don't know how people sit there for three hours. Cheryl. In the makeup chair getting that stuff done. Aside from that, the dialogue is so hard. Yeah. I talk about it all the time, but it also, look, I can't pretend like I am some trained actor, okay? So I'm already... (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) I said, then don't. Okay. But... um. (laughs) Yeah, it's just acting. I'm out of my comfort zone. I do my best. I (laughs) flop a lot. Um, But you know what I think is I'm not like a jerk on set. So I think people just have me back. Yeah, where they're like, she was, uh, she was. She you was know, she, she was, was good. She was fine, but you she know what? Was a lot of fun at craft services. We had a, we had a lot of laughs. We had a lot of laughs. Let's bring her back. Yeah, we'll bring her back. I feel like that's what I'm riding on. Okay. Anyway, how are you? How's your family in Florida? So the hurricane just hit. My family's okay uh, in Florida. My brother doesn't have power. Hopefully, by the time people hear this, more people will have power and we'll be a little more settled in Florida. Um, Dr. Becky Hines doesn't have internet, but they're doing okay. And I know that it's a very difficult situation in Florida. Yeah. It's really, really difficult. So yeah, um, we sending our, our loving thoughts to everybody in Florida. And by the way, I just want to say, I really, really strongly believe in the organization Together Rising. They're so grassroots. They're so like, as they say, boots on the ground. They find who needs the money. They they go. It, your money goes directly to those in need. So I would highly. I've donated so much to Together Rising because I believe in what they do with their money for so many different causes across the board. So I just encourage wow. people to check okay. it out. Okay, that's really good to know. Yeah, I'm gonna go check them out right mm-hmm. after this. Right after we're done with this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, This Uh, was a tough one. Yeah. I mean, Florida is a beautiful state. It's like the horn, that siren was mocking us. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm the emergency. Yeah. Is it pulling up in your driveway? It reminds me of the time where I was doing comedy in Denver in in my first nine months of stand-up, and I walked into the club that I had been bombing at night after night. And um, I heard somebody run by saying something about an emergency fill-in comedian. And I was like, oh, gosh, what happened to the headliner? (laughs) And then uh, I only to find out that they were (laughs) going to fire me. (laughs) My stand-up caused an emergency. Emergency fill-in. Emergency fill-in comedian. I was truly so worried about the other. I was like. The person that was was like, like, what happened happened to them? What happened? And then it was like, (laughs) you're fired. And it was the Christmas holidays. And I was. (laughs) I was. Oh, and there was a line of my friends. This was in Denver. I was visiting. That were waiting to get into the venue. And I walked out. 
And they were all standing there and they were like, woo, we can't wait to see you. And I was like, oh, I just got um, fired. And they're like, no. And I was like, why do you think I'm leaving? Dig. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is – did you cry or were you like, mom, oh, okay? Uh, I was very deeply, darkly devastated because mm-hmm. I had, you know, wanted to do stand-up for so long and I was doing – pretty well in LA and I um yeah. I went out on a limb and I did a guest spot at a at a real and I'm just going to tell this story while the siren goes by Yes, but, we're just killing time while the siren goes yeah, by. Yeah, but um I did a guest set at a you know a real like road comedy club and they booked me and then um I caused an emergency and <laughs> and the funny thing is is when I first got that gig they because I was out of town. What they do is they offer the comedy club car mm-hmm. to use for the weekend. Oh no! But it has a clown painted on the side. And Come on, it, this isn't true. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> and <laughs> and it says fo- on the side, "Follow me to Wits End Comedy Club." <laughs> oh, come on, Dick. But wait. <laughs> I was staying with a friend and I didn't use the car, but I used my friend's car. It was Christmas holiday. I got fired and my friends were like, let's go down to the Mercury Cafe. We'll have a drink and we'll just, you know. Leave it all behind. Yeah, leave it all behind. So I get in my friend's car. I drive out of the parking lot and I spin out of control on ice and the car is... (laughs) I see I see this telephone pole and I'm like, no, <laughs> this after I was fired and I did not slam it into the telephone pole, but I stopped short of it and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I remembered they had offered me the comedy club car and had I pulled out in a car with a clown painted on the side. That said, follow me to Wits End Comedy Club. And then I wrapped myself around a light post. (laughs) Yes, it's a true story. I mean, that sounds like the beginning of um, some sort of series. You know, it's like, whoa, this is where you start. Well, you know, there's an animated version of that story somewhere online. But um, somebody animated the story when I told it. (laughs) But it's true. It's very true. But the siren is gone, and um, oh. I was just going to say Florida is a gorgeous state, and there yes. are wonderful people there. And even the people yes. that aren't terribly tremendous, we are sending <laughs> all sorts of, um, yeah, what did you call it? Loving thoughts. Loving thoughts. Yeah. And hopefully this show can carry you through some some rough spots if you're yeah. if you're in there and i know i know we have snark bulls out there because i just toured through the entire state of florida yeah we've got some strong snark bulls yeah i mean my my sister-in-law mary she's the one that doesn't have power but i you can bet your bottom dollar no, she's bet your sweet ass you can bet your sweet ass that what she's a snark bull and she's listening to this yeah Because she loves this friggin' podcast. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Okay. I have to say one thing. I went to um, Parents Weekend. Oh. Parents Weekend happened already. 
And it was so fun doing a little partying with my daughter. I don't know if you should say that on. Wait, last we talked, you had gone to parents weekend and you were crying when you checked in. So is this the positive? That was at the beginning of parents weekend. Okay, so things picked up. Things picked up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was, oh my God, I was in a quite a state. Yeah, yeah. (gasps) Things really turned around. We had a great time. I did a few ice luge shots. <laughs> oh gosh, not not body shots, huh? Not body shots. Okay. But you know, everybody has everybody's like video, I don't know, we shouldn't say videotape. There's not tape anymore. But videoing everything you do. So I'm like, you know, doing ice luge vodka shots with your daughter. With, maybe, maybe not. I don't want to say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you didn't. <laughs> It sounds like you for sure did not do shots with your... But, but by the way, during this pre-game party time, while I was doing this, I hear... Fruh, 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 fruh. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody had an air horn. And it was like jolted me back to reality. Like, okay, take it easy. Just take it easy. You've crossed the finish line. Yeah. Don't... You don't need this humiliation. Uh, but I had a great time. And Kat, my daughter, at some point, we were having so much fun together. And she said, I wish you went to school here. She said, she said, that's the only thing that would make this better. And I was like, Kat, Kat, I'm not even kidding you when I say I will go to school here. I was going to say, did you sign up? I'm really thinking about it. I have to shoot another season of Curb Your Enthusiasm and I can see your voice. I have a busy fall. Braggadocious <laughs> alert! <laughs> so, but can you just imagine? I'm just there on campus like, hey guys. Oh my God, your dorm's cool. My dorm room sucks. What would you study? Psychology? <laughs> okay. I would really like to be a therapist. I think that will take a lot of time. Probably by the time I get to that point, I'll be very old, but very wise. You know, a lot of cuckoo birds are drawn to being therapists. (laughs) (laughs) You do know that, right? Is that true? I've heard that. Look, there's plenty that aren't cuckoo birds, but there are a lot that are. (laughs) And that's why they're drawn to it because they're cuckoo birds and they want to learn. they're like, whoa, what makes me so cuckoo birds? I want to find out. Yeah. Well, how about, and we'll talk about this in this episode. Have we even mentioned what we're... No, no. we haven't even mentioned it. Right. When we talk about life coaches, but we'll get there. Let's get there in a minute. Um, Yeah, we should probably jump right in. Yep. (laughs) I don't know how long we've been talking. Half hour. Jump jump right in. Today we're talking about um, the real bling ring, Hollywood heist. It's a 2022 three-part docu-series directed by Miles Bladen Rael. Rael? Rael. No way to know. No way to know. Using interviews and reenactments, it tells the story of a series of burglaries into the homes of Hollywood, hello, of Hollywood celebrities taking place in the late 2000s and creating national headlines. Listen. (laughs) That's not the kind of national headlines that we're used to. No. Oh, by the way, I don't want to derail things, but I am getting ready to go visit the villages next week. And and is it damaged at all? I don't know. I don't think so. It's very far inland. 
Um, um, well, the real bling ring is available to watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we talk about this for a second? The movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I I just was, while you were reading the description of the movie, I was laughing to myself because before we started recording today, mm-hmm. you were really concerned about the audio of yeah. our last episode. Yeah. And then here we are. 30 minutes into this episode, and we haven't even talked about the movie. It's like, where where do you draw <laughs> the, the line? Priorities? Yeah, yeah. Where, where's your priority of what is when acceptable and what's not? When do I think something's professional and something's unprofessional? <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I do agree we should have good audio whenever we can, yeah. but sometimes yeah. we travel, sometimes we yeah. forget our microphones or our headphones yeah. or My headphones our computers. Broke last week. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're just people. But anyway. We're just people. It's just funny to think of you being like, <laughs> I just don't think this so, audio is acceptable. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, we're just getting around to telling people the name of this episode and what movie. <laughs> and that's what our whole podcast is yeah. supposedly about. Yes, this is a circus, but go on. Uh, okay. So this film is about, it started with these two people, Nick Prugo and Alexis Nayers? Nayers? Mm. Remember how to pronounce? <laughs> <laughs> We're the two ringleaders of the infamous bling ring robberies. They led a group of teens who targeted the homes of celebrities such as Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and Lindsay Lohan. This story is pretty crazy because these two kids, right? They were both, mm-hmm. well, I guess they were 18. Yeah. This guy, Nick, and who was like one of the original... Oh, Rachel Lee. Uh-huh. So Nick and Rachel Lee grew up in L.A., mm-hmm. right? They grew up, I guess, in the Valley. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, it was interesting to hear their take on. Yeah, that if you don't live in Beverly Hills, you didn't make it. You can't afford to live here. Yeah. So it's, they and had I- an... Oh, I was just going to say, there's so many other places in L.A. Little pockets of L.A. that are fantastic. And beautiful. You can be by the water. You can be in the mountains. You can be in the valley. You can be in the valley. The valley is nice, and you get a lot of land. (laughs) It is so. But also, you can live near Beverly Hills and live in, like, an apartment that isn't tremendous. Right. But these two seemed kind of upset with their parents for... Why are we growing up in the valley? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? <laughs> Their poor parents are probably like, what? What? We're working? Yeah, we're trying we to. Yeah. You have shelter. You have food. I have to say out of the gate. Yeah. This was very draining to me. It was like nails on a chalkboard. It was really hard to watch. Oh. Because Ugh. I just. It was so frustrating, and also when I say I didn't care, I uh-huh. found myself continuing to look at how much more time was left on the documentary yes. because I was just like, "Please, for the love hear of these God, people talk anymore!" <laughs> and you meet these people, and you're like, "Whoa, that guy is shallow." And then you meet somebody else, and you're like, "Whoa, shallower." She just kicked it up a notch, and then you meet her mom, and you're like, "Whoa." <laughs> Every person that's introduced, you're just like, what? Yeah. So th- these two grew up in the San Fernando 
San Fernando Valley, mm-hmm. and they were captivated with celebrity life. Mm-hmm. And it's not because they were like, whoa, this person's so talented. It was just, oh, no. they want their pictures taken. They want to be uh, in a you know, velvet roped yes. off area. They want to have the bottle service. And- yes. There was never a mention of that person is a great actor. No. And I admire their work. No. <laughs> no. They wanted it the was- bling. Uh, so we have to take oh, a break. No, wait, Tig. No, wait, Cheryl. We, we have d- to. They don't even know what this movie is. Nor about. do we. I watched the whole thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> even the way it ended, I was like, I know. What? 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 <laughs> it's almost like it was like our podcast is a documentary. <laughs> okay, let's do let's do a quick one because there's still a lot to cover. Well, it's not like we take long breaks. You know, That's we're going to take the That's same true. amount of time on the break. And we'll be okay. right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story to talk about the bling ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, and we are back on Tig okay. and Cheryl True Story after the quickest break we've ever taken. So looking at my notes, Tig, mm-hmm. I see that <laughs> Nick was actually 16 when he started doing this with this girl, Rachel. Mm-hmm. And they started, they really wanted to have the stuff that celebrities had. Yeah. That's what they lived for. They would find rich neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And then they would start checking their cars. They would pull alongside another car that was parked. They would see if the door was open. If the door was open, they would look inside. Whatever was in there, they'd steal. They'd steal wallets and cash, purses, everything. And then at one point, Rachel decided to steal the whole car. As you do. As you do. And they were thrilled. Mm -hmm. They were having a ball. Drove it to school. And then what's kind of weird about this documentary is then suddenly you're introduced to (laughs) suddenly you're introduced to this woman, Andrea. 
Mm-hmm. So Andrea was the mom of Alexis. Is that right, Thomas? Yeah. Is that what you think? <laughs> so, so, so then we go from Nick and Rachel. By the way, Rachel was not in this, but Nick is front and center. Yeah. Where was Rachel? Rachel, I know. I kept waiting to find out that she died or something. Yeah. Like, why isn't she involved? She in was this? probably just like, I'm not going to sign a release and be on this. Yeah. I mean, I like to think that she, in hindsight, thought, oh, that was really wrong and I don't want to be associated with it. Yeah. Or she thought, I don't want everyone to see my face too much because I'm still at it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two options. That's what I think. I don't think she's still at it. You don't think she's still at it? No. That would be ballsy. But these kids, I mean, these kids are ballsy. Yeah. So ballsy. I mean. <laughs> I'm listening to the story and I'm like, what? Yeah. So, so okay. So there's a woman named Andrea. She's mm-hmm. got these daughters. Yep. Andrea, the mom, she was married to a guy who was a director of photography on Friends. Yep. They got divorced, and then Andrea still wanted to live the fancy lifestyle, so she starts racking up debt. And by the way, I don't mean to name drop, but Mm-mm. I am friends with Jen Aniston, and I wanted to ask. Okay. Yeah. Yes? I wanted to, to ask her. Oh, did she remember Andrea's Yeah, husband? because also it sounds like they were always on set, too. Right. That's what she was saying. So it's like, I'm sure Jen knows this family. Right. Yes. Should I FaceTime Jen right now? Yes, you won't. (laughs) Why why do you say I won't? Because I don't think you will, but I would love for you to. Have you ever FaceTimed her? No. Would she be like, why am I getting FaceTime? (laughs) (laughs) But again, it's that thing of it seems urgent if somebody FaceTimes you. Right. More so like, than look, a phone I was, call. Yeah, because it's so odd. It's like, whoa, oh. somebody really needs me to see something. <laughs> <laughs> and then they answered. It's just us like, hey. Hey, will you say hi to a computer screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let me know if you want to uh, FaceTime Jen or not. But anyway, Andrea, the mom. Well, first of all, of course I want to yes. FaceTime Jen. But am I yeah. going to do it? Yeah, I know she's not going to answer my FaceTime. I think she would, actually. I think she would. Because, you know, I know Jen, too. I think we've talked about this. I don't know her well, but I have played poker with her. You know what I find interesting is I know of a handful of people that have said that Jen Aniston is my... They've said Jen Aniston is my best friend. Yeah. And then, like a week ago... I mean, I'm really dropping Jen's name left and right here, but I was at her house and she said, my best friend. And then she said somebody's name. And I thought, well, that's Jen Aniston's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Not not these other clowns. They're Jen Aniston's best friend. You'll be like, you aren't. You aren't. I heard from Jen Aniston (laughs) who her best friend is. Well, I think she's one of those people that's so um, nice, easy to connect with. Yeah. Yeah. That you just get a genuine connection with her and people are like, oh, no, we're really, really good friends. I've started telling people she's my best friend. <laughs> um, listen, back to Whipling Ring. Mm, right. Where were we? 
Well, we were with Andrea. She's uh, She becomes a minister to a church of religious science, and she says it's cross between Buddhism and witchcraft. <laughs> Listen. It would be weird if you were a minister and somebody said, oh, what's the religion? You were like, mm, cross between Buddhism and witchcraft. Well, here's a weird curveball. Mm -hmm. Stephanie grew up with this. In the Church of Religious Science? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. <gasps> and I think like any belief system or religion, it can be used in whatever way. You can way. interpret it yeah. the way that And I would say that what Stephanie got from it and the way she has explained it to me, I, I felt like I like this. It seems like, yeah, you think positive thoughts. It's not like... Um, I don't know. I don't. I what? Right. It I, seems like. Well, it seems like if you're talking about Buddhism, it seems mm -hmm. like the idea is the power is within yourself. Yeah, and it's what you're giving to the world is what comes back to you, and you're the person that controls what you do with your life. It's not like, I mean, we've done some podcasts where it's like, oh, the devil made me do it. Right. So, no. Uh -uh. Right. That's or the God wrong answer. God told me to move to Maui. <laughs> wrong answer. But I feel like there's something about Stephanie's personality and her spirit, and she has such a confidence and, and mm -hmm. comfort level and an openness. And I attribute a lot of that to her belief system. And, you know, she's not a practicing anything, but I would say she, um, she did study that and grow up in that environment. Well, I can only imagine that members of the Church of Religious Science probably don't describe it as Buddhism and witchcraft. Right. And we're we're going on the description from somebody from Andrea. that maybe <laughs> maybe maybe they're Seeing it through a different lens. And there's the cuckoo birds everywhere in every there religion. Are cuckoo birds in every religion. Everywhere. So everywhere. And and by the way, that's fine. And look, our the snorkels love Meemaw. They love Meemaw. They love Meemaw. And guess what? Meemaw is she is she's a Catholic woman. All right. Okay. There's yeah. a lot of cuckoo birds in Catholicism. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're, like you said, they're 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 everywhere. So, okay, now there's this woman, Andrea. Uh -huh. She's got these daughters. Now she's teaching the daughters. She's like, what you guys have to do is become famous. Mm -hmm. That's what I really... <laughs> we're going to manifest this. Yeah. And every morning they get in a circle and hold hands and say, I don't know what their mantra was. Like, bling, bling, bling. We're going <laughs> to be We're going to be famous. We're going to make it in the entertainment world. Yeah. At any cost. At any cost. And this is when shows like Cribs. Remember mm -hmm. Cribs? Yeah. Hey, was it Cribs? Oh, wait. Yes. When Tommy Lee had on the Von yes. Dutch. Yes. Yeah. Well, he yes. had the t-shirt on in this documentary as well. Oh, he did? Yeah. Because oh, it was a clip. a clip of it? Yeah. <gasps> you guys. Hey, Snorkbulls. Hey. Hey, That have been listening for a long time. Yeah, that was our Von Dutch. I don't know the name of it. But the curse of Von, the curse of Von Dutch. When, by the way, it was just people killing other people. It's like not a curse, you guys. Right. I feel like almost You're every just... documentary is basically called like the curse of the bling ring or the yeah. curse of. You know what I mean? It's like I, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. It's like, 
yeah, you can because you're the one that did it. Like, That's but a, yeah, that so, would be a okay, great so, title. Um, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. I know they're always acting like it's something that happened to them. Even mm. these, they're not even kids anymore. Mm-mm. These kids that were in the bling ring. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to. Okay. So now. We have to take start, a break. What? We have to take Dang. a break. Yeah. I was about to get. Well, if you stayed on track a little better. How we did we get off track? Blow so through this. I don't even remember what we talked about. Ah, religion. Now, nah, religion. We'll be right <laughs> back on Tig and Cheryl True Story to hopefully talk about the bling ring. Yes, we will. We are going to. Okay. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back on Tig and Cheryl to talk about the bling ring. Okay. The curse of the bling ring. Nick and Rachel, these two, I guess they're in high school. I don't know how old they are at this point. They're watching Paris Hilton online. Mm-hmm. And she's telling people, you know, hey, everybody, I'm going to Miami. So <laughs> Nick found her address. Yeah. And they looked at the property and they waited till she went out of town. And then they just like hiked up to her house. Mm-hmm. And checked the door. The door was open. Nobody was there. And they stole about $50,000 worth of items. Yeah. They just went into her closet. And that was the beginning. And that was the beginning. And that's why it's important to not post on social media when you're out of town. You wait till you're home and you say, this was my vacation. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So there seemed to be no repercussions mm-hmm. for that. I mean, that's grand theft, isn't it? Yeah. Anything over 50000 I think so. So they decide to rob Paris again. Mm-hmm. And they go to her house four to five times. They found a key under, under the mat. Mat. Under the mat. But under also, the, yeah, the door is open. Or the key is under the mat. I mean, it's like she was raised in a small town. It's like she was, uh, you know. Right, in Mayberry. Yeah, or in Meemaw's town. But by the way, she's still the victim. Of course. No, I'm not blaming her. I'm just like, I can't believe how. But it's almost like the way Nick talked in this. Uh He was almost like, you know, she knew people were stealing from her and then. 
We just kept stealing from her. Well, I also found it so insane that they were saying we didn't feel bad because we didn't feel like we were stealing from her. We felt like we were stealing from the people who gave her the things. It's like that makes no sense because, for well, of course, for so many reasons, but it's like there's jewelry, there's clothing yeah. that people have given, even if it's not from a company, somebody gave you that. And you were in someone's house. Yes. That is such a violation. I mean, that's what I kept thinking while I was watching these guys talk. I was thinking, do you want somebody going through your stuff and stealing your stuff? Right. I don't care what you have. If you have one little necklace or if you have 100,000 necklaces. And whether somebody is wealthy Right. Or they don't and have it's not a your single place. thing. Right. It's not your place to decide, oh, this ring doesn't this. mean anything to you. Ugh, it was it was infuriating. And now they're living large, these guys. Now they're doing coke and they're driving fancy cars. And then they decide to steal from Audrina Patridge. Is that how you say her name? I don't Do you know. know. Who this person is? She was on the hills. Oh, okay. I also, that meant nothing to me either. I'm like, okay. But I guess it was a reality show. And Audrina is actually in this documentary and she talks about it because she said, you know, it was a reality show. We were shooting from my house so people could see my house. And I'm sure they felt like they knew me and knew my house. And she had said that she was going to an Oscar. I don't even know if she said that, but she was going to an Oscar party because it was Oscar night. And these two yahoos thought, oh, okay, we'll go rob her on Oscar night. And they did. And she, the back door was open, but Audrina had a um, security cam, which by the way, also not victim blaming in the least. But you would think that Paris- I know. Would have gotten at least a security cam just to see who's doing it. Yeah. Or that there would be a security guard there. Right. But Audrina reported the burglary to the police. Uh-huh. And then she gave the footage to TMZ. Mm-hmm. And they put it out. And, you know, what's his name? Nick was thinking, oh, no, we're going down. But people watched the footage and nobody seemed that concerned. And so they decided to move up the talent chain. I'm only saying that because it seems like that's what they were saying. Yes. But it also sounds like you judge these people. <laughs> Which I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. But they decided that instead of a reality person, they wanted to rob from a legit actress. Uh-huh. This is insane. So they robbed from Rachel Bilson. I was so furious watching this. Yeah. Like I said in the beginning, it was so hard for me to get through this. I was just like... Are you kidding me? I know. Okay, so remember the mother that I talked about? Yes, I do. <laughs> so now the now we see why she's a part of this because now her daughter Alexis, she and Nick become friends. Mm-hmm. Nick is now giving Alexis some of his I was going to say booty, but maybe that sounds too. I don't want to confuse people. But his uh, loot. <laughs> uh, yes. And she's taking it and 
well, let's be honest, the way they were making it sound like it was literally from the trunk of his car. Yeah. So if somebody pulls up to your house and they open their trunk and it's just like a bunch of designer bags in the back and they were like, you want any of these? <laughs> seems legit. <laughs> Legit. So now Alexis decides to get involved and they go, this also made me mad, to Orlando Bloom's house. Yeah. I just felt like the nerve of these friggin' a-holes. Yeah. And they robbed his house. Mm-hmm. Then E, the network E, they did not know that Alexis had been involved in this robbery, but they had met the mother and the three girls, and they decided, oh, The Kardashians is such a popular show. We would love another crazy mom with three crazy daughters. So they decide to do a reality show of Andrea and her daughters. <laughs> sure. Okay. Now Alexis is becoming, I don't want to say cool, but she's getting access into big um, names, mm-hmm. homes. And she, remember in this, she was talking about somebody um, that she says she partied with Kid Rock. Yeah. And the coolest group of people, including members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and an unnamed A-list actor that performed an amazing monologue in the bathroom <laughs> that she watched <laughs> at this party. Who do you suppose that was? Well, Thomas, you want to say who you thought it was? I was saying my guess was Charlie Sheen. That's Mm. a very good guess. It is a very good guess. I don't even know how you top that guess. But also, it makes you wonder, was it a really good monologue or did Alexis (laughs) just think it was a good... (laughs) Like, if it was a really good monologue, are we talking about Sean Penn or are we talking about, like you're saying, Charlie Sheen? In a bathroom. at this party i've never been to a party where someone's doing a monologue in the bathroom well have you unfortunately no but i have already told the story of charlie sheen's ex-wife trying to get my number remember yes yes yeah i mean that's the whole story basically i don't mean to be a dream killer a story killer i mean it's not a dream killer i didn't call her but she was into you well, she just wanted me to know that she likes girls, too, and she could tell that I was into them, and here's her number. That happened okay. in the bathroom. Can I just say, this is might be the most braggadocious alert episode for you. Well, I have more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so blah, blah, blah. Now Alexis is doing a lot of drugs, and she's says she was addicted to oxy is it oxycodone or oxycodone or oxycodone no way to know thomas what do you think it is oxy oxycontin (laughs) there's also oxycodone but i think that's oh there are two different ones that seems easy to get mixed up yeah (laughs) because i it feels like People just call it oxy, mm-hmm. but then what? What does that mean? Okay, it doesn't matter. Point well, is- I use oxy in my laundry. You know that stuff, <laughs> oxy something. And do you talk about it at parties? Were you like, yeah? Do you have any oxy? See, there's my I'm other bra- my, my other braggadocious alert. 
that you do oxy? That I do oxy in my laundry. <laughs> OxyClean is what it's called. Oh, OxyClean. Okay. But I use the um, all natural, you know, hippie type of stuff. Of course you do. Of course you of do. Of course. Look at me. Okay, you guys, listen, I feel like there's so much more to tell you. I'm just going to barrel. And yet not too much more. And not, a, it, not It's the much. same thing. It is the same thing. It's. And by the way, Alexis is also in this mm-hmm. documentary a lot. And watching Alexis and Nick talk about stealing from people, mm-hmm. especially Alexis, she was almost like, felt like she was being put out, like, well, I was on drugs. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's like, right, you broke into Orlando Bloom's house. Yeah, but I didn't steal, I didn't break into Lindsay Lohan's <laughs> It's like I I oh. was on drugs. So what do you so, expect? What do you guys want from me? What it's else like, am I gonna do on drugs? It's like I know a lot of people on drugs that don't steal one thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now this is also dumber than dumb. Mm. Now the reality show is happening and Alexis sees video of Nick on TMZ. So she decides to turn Nick in. <laughs> I was like, I thought I heard it wrong. I was, I was like, why is she turning Nick in? Cuckoo she birds. Also <laughs> Cuckoo birds. She turns in Nick and then the police... The Beverly Hills police, they were like, yeah, well, if you tell us who else is involved, we'll go light on you. And he's like, well, Alexis, blah, 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 <laughs> Rachel, da, 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 beep, 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 you know, and it was like, so then they arrest Alexis and she's like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I was on drugs. <laughs> I was on drugs, you guys. The best people in this documentary uh-huh. were the two producers of the reality show. Matt and I were watching this together and every time these two women were on, we were laughing so hard. To me, they were the epitome. It feels like you'd have to live in LA to know that they were like the epitome of reality producers. Would you agree? Yes. Because there's they were smart Mm -hmm. and they're they, you know, picked these this family Mm because they're like, look, this family's nutballs. Yeah. We'll show how nutballs they are. Yeah. We don't know what else this series is going to be about, but we'll figure it out. Right. And then episode one, the police come to the door (laughs) because they're like, yeah, we're here to arrest uh, Alexis because she she broke into Orlando Bloom's home with Nick. (laughs) Party's over. (laughs) And then there was a trial and then... uh, Oh my God. It was beyond ridiculous. Then I guess you find out that Alexis was also doing heroin. And so on their reality show, which I never watched, I don't remember the name of the reality show. Do you do you remember the name? No, of it? I don't know. <laughs> there's, no way, there's no way to know that. Google one. it, folks, if you're that interested. <laughs> We're not your Google machine. No, we are not here for that. Thomas but is so, our Google machine. Part of that reality show was the trial, uh-huh. which was also absurd. <laughs> it was absurd. 
that these these teenagers were like putting on their dress clothes to yeah. go to and now the paparazzi is following them and by the way did they steal their court clothes <laughs> well they were like the dumb crooks you know when people they do something so dumb while they're breaking the law so mm -hmm. they're stealing these one-of-a-kind items from these celebrities and like you're saying they don't know this but that could have been their great-grandmother's right. ring and then they're doing their whatever online what was before facebook there was something myspace, MySpace. and they're showing the ring that they stole and they have on their the necklace that they stole <laughs> so these so people are like yeah that's my ring yeah i can only imagine that they were had to have been wearing stuff that they stole to the trial of course i i think it's easy to say gosh are these people stupid is this low IQ stuff? But what is it? Well, that's what's beyond frustrating about this documentary is because when you talk to or when you hear from Nick and Alexis, they both, and tell me if you got this impression, that they were both like, well, it's not our fault because that's what's coming at us on social media is you're only somebody if you carry a Chanel bag. So what else were we supposed to do? By the way, I don't own a Ch Chanel bag. Well. Nor does Thomas. That's on you. I feel like Cheryl might, but Thomas and well, I. Well, because somebody gave it to me as a gift. Okay, well, you better lock that in a safe. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, I feel like we are, Thomas and I, we're not quite up to your place of having a Chanel bag, but <gasps> Thomas and I. Are getting through our lives. Okay. And you're making it. We've made it. We've made it. Okay. And we don't <laughs> have a Chanel bag. Ah. And maybe we'll get one that we'll share. Oh, that would be sweet. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Get a little belt bag. Yeah. And then Thomas could really use it. I mean, not that he's. Listen, hey, Thomas, if you want to carry a, a bag or a purse, you should. What if I pulled up to your house, Thomas, and popped my trunk, and I was like, hey, um, <laughs> want one of these Pick bags? one. <laughs> I'd take it. No questions asked. <laughs> there would never be, like, where did these come from? Number one question. Oh, where did these come from? Don't oh, worry cool, about thanks. it. Oh, thanks. And then you run into your house with it? Um. Anyway, long story long, they were all about to to do to testify this and that they were in court and then they heard that orlando bloom was going to testify against alexis in court mm -hmm. which i was like yeah orlando bloom should right it's ridiculous yes and she made a plea deal did a plea deal no way no <laughs> who cares nothing matters <laughs> And she pled no contest to the burglary of Audrina's home. Oh, that was Rachel. Rachel pled no contest. Nick also took a plea deal of two years. He didn't spend any time in prison, did he? Uh, like 30 days It or didn't something. seem, I mean. It seemed like nothing really happened to these I know. Guys. It just, it, it, nothing. Oh, Nick was released from jail after one year. Alexis was released after 32 days. That is such bullshit. And she is now 11 years sober. Okay, that's good. All right. Hey, Alexis, hey. And a mom to two daughters. 
And Nick is married and has an online business. Okay. Well. And the most fascinating part of this I found, not judging, I'm just commenting. Okay. That the mom, Andrea, who really just wanted her daughters to. Bling, bling. Yeah. Uh, she is now a life coach. <laughs> well, do we have her contact information to give her a plug? <laughs> I mean. That is why she did this. Documentary. Right. Oh, but what was nice is if my memory is good. <laughs> if my I memory serves. If Oh, thank you. <laughs> I couldn't remember that. If my memory serves me well. Alexis works with people and helping them with their sobriety. Okay, good. Which is great. Although I, it left me a little bit like I just wanted somebody to say what I did was hideous yeah, and awful and a violation of someone's privacy. It was hurtful. I mean, people who I know that have had someone break into their home, they are, it really um, does something yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's supposed to be your safe place. Yeah. Yeah. So that even though they thought it was hilarious and and fun, it was really. Disturbing. It was, yeah. Yes. Disturbing. And they don't seem to take accountability. Mm-hmm. Did you get that or is that just me? For sure. I was truly like, what am I watching? Who am I watching? Like, there was a vibe of just like, it was kind of amusing to right. think back and this is what we did and we were having right. a blast and we were. Yeah, we were so young. And by the way, I watched this with my 18 year old and Kat's like, that is the worst excuse. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I'm 18. Yeah. I'm not going to go break into somebody's house and steal their things? Well, she didn't grow up in the valley. <laughs> she didn't. No. And so no. that makes you not do that. Yeah. But also, just so you know, Sofia Coppola did a movie about this. And what was it called? Thomas the Bling Ring? Probably. Probably just the Bling, <laughs> the Bling Ring, which also oddly seems to validate the whole thing yeah cute crazy Mm -hmm. look at these crazy kids i didn't see it did you see it no no i knew of this kind of very vaguely in my head that something like this had happened but i wasn't familiar didn't want to get involved yeah same i was like that sounds i don't want to get involved yeah and then when i did get involved and watch the documentary i was like god help me (laughs) help me through this please (laughs) okay Tig, I know this is sad for you, but it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Did you cry? I did not. <sighs> but boy, did I yell. I did a lot of yelling at the screen. Yeah. I was furious. Um, ugh, who were you attracted to? It's a really slim pickings in this thing. Orlando Bloom. <gasps> yes, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> One time I was in a gym and Orlando Bloom was also in the same gym. Braggadocious alert! (laughs) He had a man bun and it was pretty cute. And it was very hard not to just watch him. Do you like man buns? I did not think I did. But I was (laughs) 
<laughs> I did not think I, I did. I was very attracted to Orlando's man bun. Well, yeah. Do they even have man buns now? Are people still doing it somewhere? Uh, I've seen I've seen man buns. Are you attracted to a man bun? No, I'm not. I'm not attracted mm-hmm. to a man bun. Lady bun? Huh? A lady bun? <laughs> yeah, like a lady bun. Um, I used to really like guys with longer hair. Yeah. And um, now I'm I've moved beyond that. Oh, you like guys with shorter hair, or you just don't like guys? Oh, I love guys. I love me a guy. I love guys. No, I do love guys, you know, in my own um, way. But Weird way. I, yeah. uh, I prefer shorter hair. Okay. You know, like Th- Thomas's hairstyle. That's good. Thomas is amazing. Yeah. People are in love with Thomas's mustache. Have you noticed that? Well, why wouldn't they be? You know I love what a mustache. You? You've heard my stand-up. You love a mustache. I love a mustache. You love a mustache. Yeah. Tig. Yeah. That's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Victoria's Secret, Angels and Demons, which you can watch on Hulu. Great. Uh, Before we go, would you like to hear some true fan mail? Sure. This is from Greg. Hey, Hey, Greg. Greg, Hey. hey. Did you say it? Yeah. Did you? I didn't hear it. Yes, but I didn't hear your part. Well, you don't listen to me. (laughs) We were completely in sync. That's why you didn't hear it. (gasps) For the first time. For the only time. Okay. Greg writes, I just listened to your latest episode, Inside the Mind of a Cat, and as a cat lover, I feel... Oh, no. I feel personally attacked. (laughs) Cheryl, why do you hate cute things? (laughs) And Tig, as a fellow cat lover, I thought you might stick up for the cat-loving community more, especially since you have a multi-cat home, lovingly named Puss Town. No. Is that your... No. Is that what you call your house? Kitty City. (laughs) Not Puss Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lovingly gosh. named Puss Town. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Stephanie that that is the name of our house now. Uh, now it's Greg Kitty thinks. City, Greg. Okay. <laughs> well, you try sticking up to Cheryl. She's a cuckoo bird, and you have to just let her uh, go. Greg goes on to say, I'm sure I'll get over it by next week's episode. It's all about the slow blinks and the headbutts. <laughs> Did they headbutt in that? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how they say hello or Greg, something. I am on your side a million percent. Okay. This is from Danny. Danny? D-A-N-I? Danny? Hey, Danny. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, Cheryl. Hey. Ooh. Oh. All right. I'll just I'm be over here talking live- to Greg. I'm watching the live show now. And, of course, there is no way to get a word in edgewise in the chat. But I must know, what is your skincare regimen? You glow. Oh, Danny. 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 <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, listen, I do eat a lot of avocados. I think that helps. You call them avocado? What do you call them? Avocado. Like other people <laughs> on the planet. Is avocado weird? Very. I would stop doing that. <laughs> Ava- Ava- avocado. It's like saying, well, yes, I eat a lot of apples. <laughs> Av- avocado. Av. Avoca- avocado. Avocado. Oh, that's not going to stick. Avocado. Avocado. 
Oh, God, no. It's like uh, car insurance. Car insurance. Car insurance. I say insurance. Yeah, insurance. That's what I used to say. And when I moved out here, people were like, you can't say it that way. Well, you know what I say? Avocado. Avocado. <laughs> no, I say, suck it. Oh. Yeah. That's my big comeback. <laughs> suck it. Hey, suck it. Hey. I'm going to Puss City. Puss suck Town. <laughs> Scram clowns. Scram clown. I'm going to Puss Town. Scram clown. I'm going to Puss Town. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, there's the new funny. shirt. That, <laughs> that is a perfect way to end. All right, scram clown. I'm going to post. <laughs> That's so good. Is there anything you want to tell people? I will be in Delaware November 4th. I don't know the town, but it's like by the beach. It's a small state. Get yeah. off my back. <laughs> Also, check out Don't Ask Tig, okay. my uh, other podcast that is coming back. And also donate to Together Rising and let's help the people of Florida and elsewhere in the world. Yeah, that need help. I agree with you. Yeah. I'm going to double down on what you just said. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tig. All right, Cheryl. Should we do it again? Yes, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobasich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast.